0: everyone, and welcome to another episode of HP Critical, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm Jarell, and today I am joined by Brandon and Rodrigo, and we had a very impromptu, not technically scheduled podcast for the announcement that just came out of E3 because E3 2020 has been canceled this year due to the growing concerns over the coronavirus. Of course, E3 is not the first situation that's been canceled this year, and it probably won't be the last, uh, but because it's such a big deal in the gaming industry, we of course had to talk about it. So before I get my friend's opinions, I just wanted to read over the actual statement uh, from E3 about what's happened. So on their webpage, it says E3 2020 canceled due to growing concerns over COVID-19 virus. After careful consultation with our member companies regarding the health and safety of everyone in our industry, our fans, our employees, our exhibitors, and our longtime E3 partners, we've made the difficult decision to cancel E3 2020 scheduled for June 9th through 11th in Los Angeles. Following increased and overwhelming concerns about the COVID-19 virus, we felt this was the best way to proceed during such an unprecedented global situation. We are very disappointed that we are unable to hold this event for our fans and supporters, but we know it's the right decision based on the information we have today. Our team will be reaching out directly to exhibitors and attendees with information about providing full refunds. We're also exploring options with our members to coordinate an online experience to showcase industry announcements and news in June 2020. Updates will be shared on their website. Uh, and they also go on to say, we thank everyone who shared their views on reimagining E3 this year. We look forward to bringing you E3 2021 as a reimagined event that brings fans, media, and the industry together in a showcase that celebrates the global video game industry. So basically no E3 this year a lot of other things have been canceled this year and mostly it's uh, and i'm actually happy that they did this because E3 is one of those international conventions where you have people coming from all over the world and that is a a much higher probability for issues to happen than something more local for sure, but for sure
1: Yeah, everybody knows nerds don't wash their hands.
0: Exactly! It's crazy how many people Uh, don't wash their hands. (laughs) It's
1: it's so
2: basic. Anyway.
0: And it doesn't happen. Uh, So first, before I get into what we think is going to happen for the future of E3, how do you guys feel about the cancellation of E3 for this year?
2: So, I guess I'll I'll start off. Uh, Unfortunately, unfortunately, I felt this was um, kind of inevitable. I mean, a lot of people... Uh, the only people that were, like, really confused about it, because, you know, it is E3, the biggest. Like, obviously, you said there's been a few other cancellations this year. We've had South by Southwest, which I think was supposed to be this week, the gaming portion anyways. Um, before that, we had the Game Developers Conference, which they're not saying is canceled. Just postpone but who knows when that's if that's actually true or not but so yeah it's definitely not the first this year and that's just talking about the gaming events so yeah e3 it was inevitable regardless of the size of it if anything because of the size of it it had to be canceled so you know e3 is always something that i look forward to each year so it is kind of a bummer that it's uh i I respect their decision but it is kind of a bummer that it's getting like um canceled we'll talk more about like what this means about future e3s and whatnot but uh i just want to put my thoughts out there ultimately for the consumer side of it i don't think it's going to affect us too much because a lot of the companies since that announcement has been made has already made they've already made statements that in the month of june they will be hosting their own digital events. i can to what nintendo's already been doing for several years with their nintendo digital event microsoft is going to be doing one uh ubisoft has already confirmed it's only a matter of time before other people that were supposed to present uh will also be announcing that as well and it's just a question of when in june because obviously we had a specific time where everybody was supposed to go more or less you know during the E3 period. Now it's just a question of when in June are they going to do it? Is it still going to be in the same week? as the ESA coordinating with them to still try to more or less have it, group titles it was going to be? Or are they just going to go balls to the wall and just do whatever they want during that month? Who knows? I guess we'll see. And what about you, Rodrigo?
1: Well, I kind of the same. I figured just as well, like I canceled because nobody was going. Well, you know, the biggest yeah. ones, Microsoft is deciding not to go and Sony was not going anyway. Yeah, Nintendo. No... Well, well Microsoft... Nintendo goes, but uh they show at least the games. They have game show Yeah, they they always
2: right. have their, their presentation. And yeah. Microsoft was definitely I mean, even though they kinda... Well, Microsoft was quote going, but the thing is they have their own like personal event that actually technically takes place before the event. It's called yeah. the Microsoft event. Yeah. So it's E three, but it's not E three. It's like we're I mean,
1: still kinda part of it
2: <laughs> Yeah, they were. It's they're they're as much part of it as EA, I feel, even though they're also kind of technically doing their own event the uh, Saturday beforehand. At the end of the day, all their games that they announced in their personal events still end up on the E3 floor, so it's not like they really completely had like vacated like Sony is, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just they don't really have exclusives anyway, so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, not I yet just, uh, not yet.
1: I mean, not even Sony has exclusives. All the exclusives are going to PC now. Like oh, yeah. uh uh, was it horizon yeah zero dawn mm-hmm. yeah, that's trendy. who was supposed to be a uh, but well, i mean
0: i i'm happy you brought that up because one of the things that i was thinking about was the fact that this e3 was the one before our new generation of consoles so right. this was um... the time that we were going to see exactly what uh xbox series x was i mean obviously we know what it is but is it a series of xboxes are we getting more of them uh we still don't know what sony's gonna do so i wasn't really concerned about that but i I think it's very interesting that this year was the chance to show more of what next gen could be and would be and we kind of lost that that
1: yeah in audience yeah we we could have some live playing of the actual console exactly demos. exactly yeah.
0: you know that and that's our first hands on uh, I forget that, about
2: that now Now I actually sad. and that's something I wanted to actually touch on real quick since we're uh, since you brought that up uh the hands on yeah so i, I said it would not affect consumers that much and i mean that but there is one bad, big thing that's going to affect uh, consumers, and more so the press and media that you go to these shows, and that is the hands-on. So after the big conference, you know, you go to your favorite news outlet and you watch them play hands-on. Get what? What do they think about? It. Obviously, the corporation will will um, jazz up the game as much as possible, make it look the best possible. But what do they think on the hands-on? So we're not. I don't know how they're going. I don't think they'd get rid of that entirely, but it's a question of how they're going planning on doing that. Now and that's that's a big deal for the media because now they don't can't do that and that's probably usually where they get the biggest views of the year the hands on and then the consumers can't really see that right away so I'm hoping they've had that figure figure out a way to do that but I guess we'll see man it's all very much up in the air at the moment this is all breaking news stuff you know
1: yeah I think that once the apocalypse thing dies down we should be getting some hands on thing
2: yeah. Yeah, stuff going I mean, on
0: it also affects a lot of uh, smaller developers with indie titles because oh, you know a lot sure. of times we get a bunch of new indie showcases at E3 uh lately uh, over the past couple of years it's definitely been a place where we realize that triple A titles and indie titles can be on the same caliber at this point a lot of the times so, um obviously obviously trip- whatever you know what i mean yeah i know <laughs> um,
1: yeah guys yeah, now that it was open to the public, we were getting more demos and stuff yeah. going on. So I mean, it would have been a great E3. Exactly. Uh,
0: so yep. it's it's very disappointing uh, to see that. I don't know what that means. It's What that means is going to happen for you know a, a presentation like uh, uh, Devolver's because theirs is very much <laughs> centered well, around E3 and what it is. That yeah, sick, but
1: last year they actually turned it into a direct like they did. Yeah, they did. Day, so, so, it so was that's very... that's continuous on I think. In,
2: in in a way, I guess it depends on what they were <laughs> showing for this direct, but uh, the moment direct, <laughs> but like if if they are going very much the same route as they did last year, they in the way they kind of future proof themselves, <laughs> which is yeah. kind of cool. Boy well, I...
1: And is Nina like a robot now, like a Terminator or anyway?
2: Yeah, Nina's a totally a robot now. So I was, I, ho- I, really hope Devolver finds a way to continue that plot line because I need to know what happens next with Nina. <laughs> anyway, let's continue with the topic. <laughs> this is tangent.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so speaking of continuing, do you guys have any <laughs> oh, ideas? Exactly. Oh, of... Thank you. <laughs> do you <guys laughs> how, what do you think is going to happen? So they did mention, like I read before, that they are exploring options to coordinate an online experience to showcase uh, announcements for this year. What do you think that's going to be? Just a bunch of developers doing, you know, Nintendo yeah. showcases and Nintendo Directs? Yeah, like
1: Directs, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe like a Or do you podcast think it's going to be more style. involved?
0: Uh, especially because if all these developers are working with E3, does that mean that we're going to have, like, one big show that is everyone together? Or are we going to have to, you know, tune into multiple shows? Like, we're going to have to watch Xbox at one point, we're going to have to watch Nintendo at one point. And it's not really uh, yeah, and a consistent flat. thing. So what do you guys think?
2: So, what?
1: well, go ahead, Roger, you first. OK, well, I was thinking it would be like a podcast thing. You know, this one person sitting there and then presenting the little indie games people or like the new triple A games. And then everybody gets a little time. And it's just more like on Twitch or something. Like Nobody will be together in the same room, but just like show demos together. That would be like a good thing.
0: So as an Xbox is a representative a, a representative from Xbox is there, PlayStation is there, Nintendo is there, they each get their chance to talk about what's coming up or do you mean just each individual game developer is doing that?
1: Kind of like a TV show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm about to explain things, but you know, first comes Sony and then they show like a game and then Microsoft shows another game and it's just like a demo. So,
0: kind of like the then, game awards.
1: Yeah. Where people
0: know. go up, uh, the developers go up, they talk about, okay, this is our game, this is what we're looking for, and then they show footage.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: And it'll so be a coordinated they're... effort between everyone that was attending E3. Yeah,
1: they just get together and, and Skype or something. Okay. And then.
2: <laughs> That's interesting. That's an interesting idea.
0: Well, what about you, Brandon?
2: Well, I was thinking. I don't think Nintendo is going to do anything different. The only difference that they're going to do is, you know, now that they can't really do the hands-on, um the tree I'm sure they're going to probably emphasize their treehouse streams that they've always done even more because that was, you know, obviously the the uh, again the media outlets could go to the different demo kiosk and try it for themselves, but they don't- of course you also have the treehouse where the treehouse staff would play the games obviously they can it's 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 nintendo buys of course because it's nintendo staff playing the games so but you still get more time to see the actual gameplay itself so i don't think nintendo is going to change much with that to be perfectly honest as far as the other companies like your um, x your microsoft and your uh, bethesda stuff like that i think that might be the way they go too I don't think it's going to go exactly the way Nintendo format is. There'll probably be a lot of differences honestly i'm thinking more along the lines of what ea is doing with their what they have been doing with their um personal shows where they'll have their you know conference the beginning and then the next two to three hours after that of the ea show is them making like a big spectacle out of it with like the games play that they they show and that's how i think they want to do it like especially microsoft they want to make sure that if even though they don't have the live press conference i'm sure they still want to make a show out of it because that's just kind of like You know, their deal, especially again, Xbox Series X, that's coming out this year. So we want to, I'm sure they'll want to make sure that that's getting the full coverage, making sure everyone understands exactly what that is. They don't want to take no chances with that. And as far as the other developers, I guess we'll see, but I really am seeing them more or less going along the, the way that Nintendo's doing it, where conference, digital event, and then their own developers will play through the games to show the gameplay because they really want that hands-on thing. That's that's almost important, as important as the as the you know conference reveal itself. To be perfectly frank,
0: yeah, I think this puts us in a very precarious situation in which we won't have a lot of media coverage on hands-on approaches to new consoles and new video games, which is going to be a first, you know, like this is going to affect every major outlet. Because yeah. the only type of news that we'll get is uh, essentially going to be the same across every major outlet because everyone's going to be watching the same exact thing. Unless, of course, you know, they get hands on in a, uh, they do like some media, media situation in which they let the media only go and do hands on with certain aspects of whatever game or console or whatever they're showing off. That would be the only way uh, that anyone would be able to differentiate from anything that fans are watching outside of E3. But do you guys think that, because this is also something I was thinking about, it's because sure. they spend you know millions of dollars to get E3 presents, if this works out really well for them the the experience in which they coordinate this online thing and you know let's say they do the talk show or they have their own directs and uh obviously everyone's going to watch it because this is it's e3 and this is all we got. if this works out really well for them and they save a lot of money because of doing it in this manner do you guys think that that's going to affect the future of e3 Yes.
2: Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I actually made a tweet about this. It was more of a retweet from um another Twitter user. But honestly, this is very much a test. This is very much a test of because Nintendo have already kind of like more or less paved the way they're kind of like the pioneers in in that sense where they said you know what we can still use e3 as a way to show off our games like the hands-on but why do we need to do a press conference let's do a digital event and then microsoft and ea kind of went a different direction about it where it says well we'll do the same thing but we'll still we'll still have a live show but what if it's our show as in function it's almost identical to e3 but each companies were starting to realize that e3 wasn't as important as it once was so they were using it as a vehicle and less of like a less of uh, their main way to present things if that makes any sense so going forward so now with this year they're forced to take that plunge they're forced to like just not be there at all go the digital route and see how that goes and like you said if their bottom line really isn't affected all that much by what happens and they end up just more or less breaking even and saved all that money from going to E3. I can't see them seeing E3 in the future being that essential. I think E3 and going forward is not going to be the big event that it once was. I think it's going to be more or less like your your packs or your game developers conference. Where you know there'll still be games there. There'll still be a chance for people to play hands on. I don't think like a lot of people are saying E3 is dead. I don't think it's going to die at least anytime soon. I think it's always going to have some kind of presence, but I think this year more than anything else is really going to show how strong it is or how strong it was and going forward i just don't see the developers making a bigger deal of it as they used to i think it's just going to be a place where they you know get some hand times with some upcoming games and whatnot and then maybe around that time they'll do their own conferences like like digital directs and whatnot but yeah i think i think uh e3 is like it's not going to be the way it once was and i think this year is going to show that Ooh, uh rodrigo
1: Sorry, I lost my train of thought because I was listening to him. But, <laughs> no yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. It, it was kind of like, I think Microsoft already realized, that in the West, and was, that's why they canceled their show. Because they yeah. used to be, make, like, a big show of it going into E3.
2: Yeah. Sure
1: I know they spent a lot of money doing because there's lots of people doing stuff and contraptions and stuff mm-hmm. going on, like with that Kinect thing that nobody liked anyway. Ha-ha, Skittles the cat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they they save a lot of money from not doing all that. So Microsoft wasn't already not doing that anyway. Right. What I'm gonna miss though is Ubisoft doing their dumb stuff that nobody really yeah. likes. <laughs> <It's laughs> the and and they did it they, unironically too, which is you know if they did it ironically, would have been like, hey, good for you guys. But no, they were always serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the why everybody made fun in. of them. <laughs> so we i don't
2: know well i know i know that wasn't great but they're just dance concerts that just became a yearly tradition at this point i kind of feel that was kind of i feel like that kind of was and them embracing it like you know what screw all you we like our just dance concerts we're gonna do one every conference because there's a just dance every year we're just gonna do it so they just went into it It's was like at this point i'm happy to see those concerts i wasn't initially i don't think many people were but i was like you know you know what? Yeah, guys, go ahead and do your your, your musical spectacle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah,
2: I guess we're not getting that this year. Which I guess that's I guess that's one blow for E 2020. No musical concert, unless Ubisoft works that into their direct, which I would love. I would love if they were just in the middle of their Ubisoft direct just had a concert. Like yes.
0: I mean, and we can't. We obviously we can point out that that uh, PlayStation is gone already. They've already right. decided that this is not necessary. <laughs> For them. And, I mean, clearly it isn't, (laughs) because they've been doing pretty well about it, and they have a really stacked beginning of this year that is probably going to uh, segue into the rest of next year with the PS5, and we're all still waiting to see what they're going to do and what's going to happen, and I don't think that that hype has been diminished at all without them showing up at E3 anyway. So there are definitely benefits, at least in their case, being one of the big three who doesn't have to have E3, knowing that they don't have to have it. They probably weren't going to be there anyway. So it's, it's definitely making things look a lot less certain For the future of E3, but I agree. I don't think it's going to be over. I just obviously it's not going to be the same thing that it has been. So if you guys had to do a reimagining of E3, because they do mention that they that they had views shared of this re uh, re reimagining of E3 for this year, what would that entail? Would it just be what you said? Um, Like, would it just be the the podcast type of thing that you said, or would it be more hands on? Like, what if to save E3, what would you guys do?
2: It can't go the way it's always been going. I think that that's in the past now. I think, okay, so I noticed this year, especially, and a lot of people have been saying it, that stuff like PAX more than anything else just seems to be more friendly to just people who want to just see new games and stuff like that. I think E3 either needs to go that route where it's almost kind of like PAX. Or they need to go more like how it used to be where it was like more developer and media focused. In fact, I'll take that a step further. I think that going forward E3, you know, they don't really need the live conferences anymore. I think – I don't think everyone's going to follow this, this suit. I think Microsoft in the future might still do their own like live event that happens before E3. But I think more and more developers and more um, game develop uh, producers are going to like start going the way of just doing the digital events, and I, especially after this year, when I'm sure it's going to do fine for them. But I think, yeah, it's like you said, Jarrell, more – and you too, Rodrigo – more like a podcast talk show focus. I feel that it's going to be more about the nitty-gritty of the games. I feel like we're going to get more developers coming together – and talking about game development and what this ge- these new games are now, that are coming out, how are they going to play? Um, when can we expect them to come out? It's almost like Jeff Keighley's for the last years was doing the was doing the E3 college, which was way more focused on like the developer side of things. And I think that's going to more or less become prevalent throughout E3 going forward. So a reimagined E3 is just gonna be you know. There's, I think, I think going forward is to reimagine. That it needed to do the right things by the developers and the right things by the consumers. I couldn't paint a picture th- about how exactly they would do that, but I don't think either of them are being quite satisfied right now with the way E3 has been going, like the year last year or two or three. So.
0: I have a few disagreements with that. Um. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Only, only, oh, yeah. the, the, the only big disagreement is that I, I, I prefer E3 format of, you know, a live audience over pecs just because I do think that PAX is way more focused on being able to experience the games and have, you know, fans and media outlets able to go in there and experience what that game's gonna be. But also yes. it can become pretty difficult to and this just might might just be me, but it can become pretty difficult to keep up with PAX news sometimes because there isn't can be a-, a there is not a dedicated video feed of okay this is everything that we're gonna do e3 provides that e3 right pax has
2: never been sorry i was just (laughs) go ahead you finish No,
0: no no
2: go ahead i was just gonna say that yeah pax doesn't really have like dedicated like um times when yeah like you said no dedicated time in which announcements are going to be made like e3 does where it's like hey tune in on tuesday at 9 p.m to see uh, the Sony Game Conference, or I guess in the past two years, the Square Enix Conference. Tune in at noon, uh, this day to go see when Nintendo's doing their conference. PAX doesn't have that, so yeah, you're absolutely right. It is very hard to follow. So I wouldn't want E3 to lose that if it still becomes a place where announcements are made, which I assume it would.
0: Yeah. So the, like a regular fan who looks at E3 and watches to see what games are coming out and what consoles going to do, what the consoles are going to do, etc., is not going to be able. To just, you know, turn on a stream and watch a, uh, you know, a PAX live thing and get the same type of information. Cause that's right. not what PAX is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that is the important thing that E3 gives. I think that's why it's a better informative showcase than something mm-hmm. like PAX. And I think that's why if, E3 isn't necessary, at least some form of, you, uh, you know, talk show video uh, format, uh, direct of some type, you know is what is actually necessary and it has to be all at the same time so that we get all the same type of information that we would have gotten without having to break it up. So if I had to, you know, do this reimagining essentially, it would be exactly like it would still be E3. It would have a uh, more focus on giving the information, but it would also have a very specific focus on being able to give certain outlets time with the brand new console, with the brand new video games and you know, I actually don't think I would change anything, so never mind. Rodrigo, what do you think? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, I was thinking of uh, various examples of what they do with the PC conference. That's what I meant earlier. <laughs> I mean, Where uh, the developers so come in, they show their trailer for the game, and then they, the developers talk a little bit about their game, they get their 5 minutes up, and then the next one comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I think that's how they should do it this year, but digitally. And also, I think that should be kept going on because the schedule is nice, for sure. Mm -hmm. But they should have... Like, they've been doing demos on the outside for people to go in and try them out. Because I think last year's E3 was better when it opened to the public because there were demos around. People could actually play the games and it wasn't just, like, show the media stuff because now it's uh, also an entertainment thing for people to go in and do something. Yeah,
0: And I think that was... A, an attempt to move towards something more like PAX. I'm not sure yeah. whether it uh, is working or not. <laughs> depends on who you ask.
1: Well, maybe if it turns something more like a Comic Con thing, I think. That's what they were trying to do. Mm. Just have like conferences for somebody something and then still people on the floor doing stuff. I don't know. Actually, I've never been to Comic Con, so I don't know how it works. Something like that.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so really quickly, any... Last thoughts on missing E3 2020 this year. Uh, any things that you guys want to get out? Anything you're you're thinking about the situation? Uh, anything at all before we close out?
2: Only thing I really got to say is, you know, for years, I would just want to say until, like, since, like, maybe 2010 when... I, no, I started watching E3 sooner than that. But for, for over a decade now, I've been watching E3 every year. And, you know, it is sad that, you know... This is the first year, I think, ever since they started that they've had to cancel, which is crazy to me. Um, it almost doesn't feel real, but, you know, it is what it is. And it's always been a dream of mine to go to E3. And I think I still will one day because, again, I don't think it's just going to go away entirely. But uh it's just a, it's, it is kind of a bummer that if I ever do go one day, it won't be the same E3 that, you know, I watched when I was when I was younger over the last decade and whatnot. But, you know, again, again, I, I, I do uh respect their decision to, you know, keep people safe, keep people healthy and all that good stuff. Uh, I'm sure this won't this will blow over. But for now, they're doing the not right preventative measures. So, you know. I'll get there one day and I hope that the E 3 2021 reimagine and beyond is uh makes makes people happy and you know. I hope it's I hope E E3, three E three is never gonna be the big deal it always it always was, but I hope it still remains kind of a big deal. If I guess it's the best we can hope for now. And that's pretty much all I got to say about that.
0: I think it always will be. I think yeah. it is definitely like I said, we don't have anything like E three. And mm-hmm. it'll be a bummer don't if we, all we get is uh, how, what
1: well, what about the uh, Tokyo Game Conference or that
2: Tokyo uh, Game the the Show? Yeah, for... yeah,
1: Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, or what yeah, about the, very... the German yeah. one? the the, I oh, about this thing. the one they do in Germany. Yeah, Best um... Gamescom. Yeah, those, those... are uh, that one was bigger and they seems more involved actually. So maybe I
0: agree. I,
1: I'm just right. saying if because those sound kind of better, maybe it's not as big as it's not over here in this side yeah. of the pond. No, Gamescom is huge. I think E3 might die if, if people realize that they just saved a lot of money just doing a digital thing. It might just become a digital thing every June, I don't
2: yeah. know. I I'll be sad, lose. though. A, I, I want it... to go, too. Yeah, same here. I just hope it doesn't lose that hands-on thing. That was really the main... If nothing if nothing else, if everyone just says, you know what, no more live conferences ever, E3, goodbye, and it just becomes a hands-on thing... You know, that, I guess that wouldn't be the worst thing as long as we still have that aspect of it because I think that is that aspect is very important. It's just a shame that it's going to be – if it happens at all, it's going to be much harder to do this year. I just don't want that aspect to go away from it because really the game announcements are always hype. You can watch yeah. them. They can throw a video at any point of the year, any of the companies, yeah, and, just- and, you're, and, you're, and you'll get hyped about when you see it. But the minute uh, like i don't know about you guys but after i see a game announcement i want to see gameplay asap then, yeah, uh, that, how the that, game
1: actually is what the game part of the game
2: exactly and that doesn't always happen sometimes we do get just announcements with no gameplay or in the case of metroid prime 4 in that was literally just a logo just say hey this is happening and of course yeah, that you got excited, excited. Cause you still got excited yeah so <laughs> I'm, I'm my that's that's my point. Like you can throw announcements at any point of the year, and that's great. But there oh, needs to be uh, times in a year, and E3 should be one of them, where people can play the game themselves and. Uh, we give gonna their have more anthems it. coming
1: out. Yeah. Oh, okay. the, we don't have something <laughs> like that. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, Rodrigo, did you have any last thoughts on E3 this year?
1: Um, I think that was it. Well, I think. We should all just wash our hands. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah. wash your hands, your face. Be very, very careful. Please,
0: please, please do that. Um, please do that. Let's not panic. Let's not buy all the toilet paper because buying toilet paper is not a substitute for washing your hands. Okay. No, (laughs) no. I am still confused as to why that's happening. I I really don't know. But anyway, um, let's hope for the best. Um, E3 is definitely to me something special. Like you mentioned, Brandon, uh, I was lucky enough to be able to head out there and crazy that I was there during PlayStation's announcement of the Final Fantasy VII remake.
2: Man, I'm so now jealous that. I finally
0: that. get to play it. I, it, it <laughs> and was... oh, I'll
1: have We won't have moments can like uh, that Keanu Reeves moment either.
0: Yes, exactly. It was great. I love Keanu and I, I would hate to miss out on something like that. Memes for, for months. It was wonderful.
2: Um, no more
1: breathtaking people. Sometimes
2: years. Oh my god, he- <laughs> E3 memes, man. Uh, yeah. That's something I die the the Like to use Like drum, Drummer Man of Wii Music, Giant Enemy Crabs, uh, The Usher Concert at Microsoft, stuff like that. Oh, oh man. my gosh. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, I never forgot yeah. about that. I, I bring up The Usher Concert every single year Microsoft does a conference, man. I, I'll never let that down. <laughs> oh, man. Well, me. So maybe there is
1: a lot to miss for me three I'm gonna,
2: I'm gonna miss the memes man i really am oh.
0: well you know oh yeah we won't get any because we won't have any live conferences Oy. oh man you remember last year's when everyone was uh going crazy over the presentation of that fallout game and yeah. like the crowd was just going uh,
2: super wild at every announcement, and it was—it sounded super fake.
1: Oh um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they
2: bought the audience, yes. and then you had Keanu Reeves, someone saying "You're breathtaking" that yeah. moment, and then Ikumi Nakamura just because, because wearing, going just her way into everyone's amazing. heart because yeah. just being there exactly. Ah. <laughs> yep good times good times, good times. anyway good time.
0: um thank you both for coming on to talk about e3 and its cancellation it's an unfortunate situation but we're just gonna wait and see what happens uh, and what, what cool. we'll be getting in the future
1: yep um thank you for having me oh no of thank course, course. have way explain things <laughs> hopefully i made some kind <laughs> of sense all right on
0: that note bye everybody
1: Bye. goodbye goodbye, goodbye.